You are listening to the Better Together podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Free Will Baptists. Welcome to the Better Together podcast, where we look for ways we can work together to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today, we have with us Ms. Pam Crank. She's the executive director of the Hope Center in Greenville, Tennessee. And so, Ms. Pam, thank you for taking the time to be with us today on the Better Together podcast. Thank you, Dr. Moody. It's a privilege to be able to help out this way. Well, it's a privilege to get to talk to you because you're really on the front end of trying to save the lives of babies. And uh, you're on the front lines, I should really say, on helping moms who find themselves in distress and even even the men that are involved with them in their lives. And so I know many of our listeners are thinking, well, uh, what can I do to help save lives? Or how can I, what can I do to reduce, reduce abortions besides just go and vote? So what are the things the average Christian can do to help uh, these ladies and these folks in these various difficulties? Well, Dr. Moody, you said it well. We are um, kind of the boots to the uh, to the ground. We're on the front lines here. So um, our supporters are uh, so valuable to us. First of all, uh, praying. Uh, the prayers, we, we value those so much because it is very much a spiritual battle here uh, that we are seeing. It's, um, it's a very dark time in our country. Um, but we know that in in that darkness is when we as a people, God's people, our light shines the brightest. And so just coming along um, in prayer. Uh, also, we need uh, items for our baby boutique, uh, that physical support with um, bringing in those needed items that our moms uh, will, they earn that through our uh, Earn While You Learn program. They're going through the educational component. So we do need, always need items for our baby boutique and um, financial support. We can't do what we do without that, obviously. And so uh, those are ways to uh, come along. Those that are local, uh, we are always looking for volunteers to help out. And that looks, um, varies in different ways. We have opportunities to serve on a weekly basis. We have opportunities to serve for those who may uh, just want to help out now and then. So we have plenty of opportunities for them to serve. That's great. And so you're like, I'd like to help out in some way or to reach out and meet some of those needs. So really what they could do is go online to hopecentergreenville.com. And we need to stress Greenville is G-R-E-E-N-E. So you've got an E on the end of that N, ville.com. And that way they can make contact with you, uh, Miss Pam. They could find out about volunteering. And even if they're not in the East Tennessee area, maybe there are other opportunities to uh, to donate items and get items to you, aren't there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, they can go through our field reps. That is also a good point of contact. Um, I think there's some in every, pretty much every area that we have Free Will Baptist. And so that's a good uh, point of contact and reaching and, and they know our needs as well and can help out. But um, they can email me or call directly to the Hope Center. I'll be glad to to talk with them. Very good. And so you can find that at the contact information under hopecentergreenville.com. But also, if you've had field reps come out from Free Will Baptist Family Ministries, or if you're at a particular meeting and you see one of their booths, those are ways. But we do encourage you right now, once, we end, once you've watched the podcast, go ahead and go to the website and 
find a way. So that's some kinds of things that individual Christians can do. Uh, They're all part of churches. It sounds like churches could do those as well. Are there other ways that churches might be able to help to support life in their particular situation? Yes. um, As you uh, know that we are coming up in January is um, what we call Sanctity of Human Life uh, Month. And we do have a day uh, set aside uh, back in 1984, President Reagan, he uh, did a presidential proclamation declaring the third Sunday in uh, January as Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. This year, it happens to be on January 24th. So I would encourage um, pastors across the country to set aside that Sunday to uh, do something uh, special for your congregation, educating them uh, exactly what does this mean and what does this look like for the church? Um, I think we need to hear it from the pulpit, uh, how much that God really values life and how um, the church itself uh, can get involved with that teaching um, even the young ones what, uh, how to value life and why it is so important uh, that that message get across. Churches across the country oftentimes um, will hold baby showers in honor of pregnancy centers across their country. That's an idea that they can do, uh, rally around. Some do the baby bottle campaign at that time. They launch that. That's an easy way to raise funds for us and also awareness to what we uh, do. Um, I would love to come and speak. Um, long as it's within an hour or so of driving, I'd be glad to come and share the ministry of the Hope Center, uh, what the Pregnancy Center is doing, how we reach out and help those in our community, uh, what we're doing at the maternity home. Uh, and that's uh, something that's not just for someone in our community, that's across the country. We can house those ladies that are in need. So it's just a good time to raise awareness uh, for life and the importance and the value that God places on that. So great. So not letting that Sunday go by, think about passage like Psalm 139, we're fearfully and wonderfully made, which absolutely God had his hands on, on babies really in the womb. We think about Mm -hmm. Jeremiah God talking about him and having a purpose for his life before he was mm-hmm. ever born. So you're saying, don't let that go by. Teach that in our churches, teach that in our families, the importance of human life. And I think I also can hear in there sharing that even with our young people. So they know that they're already thinking about life and those discussions happen with their friends and uh, and then do what they can to support the Hope Center and other ministries like yours because you guys are on the front lines. And and that's what I wanted to ask you a bit about as well. It's been some exciting times as of late at the Hope Center, hasn't it? Um, we really it seen some lives saved. So share a bit with our listeners about that. I think that helps them to, it helps mm-hmm. us all to know what people are doing truly is working. Their prayers are right. being. Yes. Yes, we have had an extremely busy year this year. We have had over 2,000 visits inside the doors of the Hope Center. That's a lot of people coming in our doors. But each one of those I look at as a, it's, it's a point of touch that we have the opportunity to pour into them the love of Christ. Every time they come into our doors, whether that's 
we're sending them out with a pack of diapers or we're sending them out with a, a lesson. There's, they're seeing the love of Christ manifested here in our doors. Uh, we had 67 dads participate in our program this year, which is huge. Um, many men come in, they did not have a role model of a father in their life. Therefore, they really, they don't know how to be a dad. They want to be, but they need somebody to come alongside them and say, hey, let, let me mentor you. Let me, let me invest time in you. So that has just been wonderful to see these guys coming in, uh, investing the time, wanting to learn how to be supportive in their role as a dad in the family. Uh, how God set that up to be. And so that that is really exciting. We um, just a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a young lady come in. As many of you know, we were blessed this year with a brand new ultrasound machine. And um, this lady came in. Um, she was very angry, very, very distraught, um, you know, and just when we look at her through our eyes, we she was just not a very nice person. But I'm so thankful for um, our trained staff and how that they quickly understood that her anger and was really a cry for help. And uh, so they brought her in, heard her story. She was pregnant. Um, she already has um, three or four other children that have been removed from her care. Uh, did not want to be pregnant. I was not very happy about this situation, was wanting an abortion. And just like I said, she was just angry. She had all of these walls built around her. So we brought her in. Uh, we did her pregnancy test. We did her ultrasound. And just as she was laying there on that table, having that ultrasound done in a place where she knew she was safe, in a place where she knew she was not being judged. Um, you could see her walls come down. And as the she met the, her baby for the first time there on that ultrasound, the tears started to flow. Mm -hmm. And uh, a change just came over her that, you know, that to me is only what I would call a God moment, mm -hmm. that God used this tool that he gave to us and then we in turn could um, offer this service to this woman who was so distraught and to uh, be able to minister to her in her time of need. And God used that um, to for her to be able to see her baby. And in that, she chose life. When she left our office that day, she was a different person. Yes. Um, she apologized for her anger. She apologized. But, you know, till we've walked in someone's shoes, uh, we don't really know sometimes the pain and the hurt they're carrying. And then you start peeling away those layers and you really get to what what the hurt is. And then you can really work with them and uh, get them to uh, turn around and point them in uh, just in a loving manner help them work through those hard times. And so those are stories that, you know, we get to see quite and hear quite often, Dr. Moody. Oh, that's just a wonderful story. And I just, I appreciate you sharing it with us. And I, I think there's a lot to unpack there. You, you mentioned how angry she was. And uh, so it's important for us to remember 
people may be angry, even antagonistic toward us and look at how it became different, you know, later. And so you mentioned how trained your staff was. They were able to be calm and kind of put Mm -hmm. themselves in her shoes a little bit, Mm -hmm. a lot of lesson there for us. And, and as I listened to you talk about her and getting that ultrasound, really it made Psalm 139 come to light for her. She was able to see her baby, uh, how it had been designed and it was there in the womb. And I just thank the Lord for the people that donated that for the people who've given to you all to make that possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, They'll never meet that lady. I very likely, but look Mm -hmm. at what that did. Look at what that donation did. So, wow. What a story. Uh, Miss Crank, that's just, that's awesome. And to know that that's the kind of thing that happens. So I I know you're, you have busy days and I know it's pretty hectic, but I know you've got to hold on to that. It's working, isn't it? It is. It is. And I think that's the beauty of what we do. Uh, We may be here on the front lines, but, you know, honestly, without the support of people uh, in the churches and God's people coming alongside us, we couldn't do what we do. So it's so important. This ministry is about, um, you know, it's getting God's work done and his people, everyone, it just, it takes us all doing our part. And so that's, you know, to me is such a, a huge blessing is when God's uh, people all come together and the body of Christ works together for a common goal and a common good. That's great. So you're listening and uh, Miss Pam, if they want to help out with your ministry, they can give, can't they, to Free Will Baptist Family Ministries. They can go to hopecentergreenville.com. And you mentioned the other ways they can give by donating time, by donating resources, and by Mm -hmm. praying for you and your staff and the the people that will be coming your way. 2,000 people, 2,000 individuals. That's a lot of people, a lot of lives, a lot of families touched. Uh, that's the way they can support you, isn't it? That is. That's that would be a wonderful way to to be able to contribute and be a part of our life affirming ministry that we have here with the Free Will Baptist Family Ministries. Yes. Well, we appreciate you so much. Uh, we also appreciate your staff. We hope you'll convey that to them that. Well, we understand this has got to be difficult often, uh, the work that they do, and and uh, they're on the front lines. Satan is not happy with what they're doing, but we praise them. We we want to lift them up in prayer, and we, we thank you all for the good work that you're doing. May God bless you, and may we see much more fruit even from the good efforts that you and your team are doing there. Thank you very much. Thank you. God bless you. Bless you. And we say God bless you all that are listening to us today. Maybe you know someone that's struggling and uh, they could need they need some help. We encourage you to pass this podcast along to them. We encourage you to uh, share the gospel with them with the right uh, the right tune, if you will, the right tone uh, that the director of Free Baptist Ministries, Jim McComas, often says. It's important that the Bible never changes. The message never changes. But we do it in a loving way so that we see more people like this woman who chose to save her baby. So let us do what we can. And let us also remember every little thing we do, it truly does matter. It truly does count. God takes it and uses it. We truly are better together. Thank you for joining us today.